Section 36 of Grey's Anatomy, Part 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. Anatomy of the Human Body, Part 2, by Henry Grey. Muscles of the Thorax, Part 1. 6c the muscles of the thorax the muscles belonging to this group are the intercostales externi intercostales interni subcostales transversus thoracis levatores costarum serratus posterior superior serratus posterior inferior diaphragm intercostal fasciae in each intercostal space Thin but firm layers of fascia cover the outer surface of the intercostalis externus and the inner surface of the intercostalis internus, and a third, more delicate layer, is interposed between the two planes of muscular fibres. They are best marked in those situations where the muscular fibres are deficient, as between the intercostalis externi and sternum in front, and between the intercostalis interni and vertebral column behind. The intercostalis intercostal muscles, are two thin planes of muscular and tendinous fibres occupying each of the intercostal spaces. They are named external and internal from their surface relations, the external being superficial to the internal. The intercostales externi, external intercostals, are eleven in number on either side. They extend from the tubercles of the ribs behind to the cartilages of the ribs in front, where they end in thin membranes the anterior intercostal membranes, which are continued forward to the sternum. Each arises from the lower border of a rib, and is inserted into the upper border of the rib below. In the two lower spaces they extend to the ends of the cartilages, and in the upper two or three spaces they do not quite reach the ends of the ribs. They are thicker than the intercostales interni, and their fibres are directed obliquely downward and lateralward on the back of the thorax, and downward forward and medialward on the front. Variations Continuation with the obliquous externus or serratus anterior. A supracostalis muscle from the anterior end of the first rib down to the second, third or fourth ribs occasionally occurs. The intercostalis interni, internal intercostals, are also eleven in number on either side. They commence anteriorly at the sternum in the interspaces between the cartilages of the true ribs and the anterior extremities of the cartilages of the false ribs, and extend backward as far as the angles of the ribs, whence they are continued to the vertebral column by thin aponeuroses, the posterior intercostal membranes. Each arises from the ridge on the inner surface of a rib, as well as from the corresponding costal cartilage, and is inserted into the upper border of the rib below. Their fibres are also directed obliquely, but pass in a direction opposite to those of the intercostales externi. The subcostales, infracostales, consist of muscular and aponeurotic fasciculi, which are usually well developed only in the lower part of the thorax. Each arises from the inner surface of one rib near its angle, and is inserted into the inner surface of the second or third rib below. Their fibres run in the same direction as those of the intercostales interni. The transversus thoracis, triangularis sterni, 
is a thin plate of muscular and tendinous fibres situated upon the inner surface of the front wall of the chest. It arises on either side from the lower third of the posterior surface of the body of the sternum, from the posterior surface of the ziphoid process, and from the sternal ends of the costal cartilages of the lower three or four true ribs. Its fibres diverge upward and lateralward, to be inserted by slips into the lower borders and inner surfaces of the costal cartilages of the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth ribs. The lowest fibres of this muscle are horizontal in their direction, and are continuous with those of the transversus abdominis. The intermediate fibres are oblique, while the highest are almost vertical. This muscle varies in its attachments, not only in different subjects, but on opposite sides of the same subject. The levatoris costarum, twelve in number on either side, are small tendinous and fleshy bundles, which arise from the ends of the transverse processes of the seventh cervical and upper eleven thoracic vertebrae. They pass obliquely downward and lateralward, like the fibres of the intercostales externi, and each is inserted into the outer surface of the rib immediately below the vertebra from which it takes origin, between the tubercle and the angle, levatoris costarum breves. Each of the four lower muscles divides into two fasciculae, one of which is inserted as above described, the other passes down to the second rib below its origin, levatoris costarum longi. The serratus posterior superior, serratus posticus superior, is a thin quadrilateral muscle situated at the upper and back part of the thorax. It arises by a thin and broad upper neurosis from the lower part of the ligamentum nuci, from the spinous processes of the seventh cervical and upper two or three thoracic vertebrae, and from the supraspinal ligament. Inclining downward and lateralward, it becomes muscular, and is inserted, by four fleshy digitations, into the upper borders of the second, third, fourth, and fifth ribs, a little beyond their angles. Variations Increase or decrease in size and number of slips, or entire absence. The serratus posterior inferior Serratus posticus inferior is situated at the junction of the thoracic and lumbar regions. It is of an irregularly quadrilateral form, broader than the preceding, and separated from it by a wide interval. It arises by a thin aponeurosis from the spinous processes of the lower two thoracic and upper two or three lumbar vertebrae, and from the supraspinal ligament. Passing obliquely upward and lateralward, it becomes fleshy, and divides into four flat digitations which are inserted into the inferior borders of the lower four ribs, a little beyond their angles. The thin aponeurosis of origin is intimately blended with the lumbodorsal fascia and aponeurosis of the latissimus dorsi. Variations Increase or decrease in size and number of slips or entire absence. Nerves The muscles of this group are supplied by the intercostal nerves. The diaphragm is a dome-shaped muscular fibrous septum which separates the thoracic from the abdominal cavity, its convex upper surface forming the floor of the former, and its concave undersurface the roof of the latter. Its peripheral part consists of muscular fibres which take origin from the circumference of the thoracic outlet and converge to be inserted into a central tendon. The muscular fibres may be grouped according to their origins into three parts, sternal, costal and lumbar. The sternal part arises by two fleshy slips from the back of the ziphoid process, the costal part from the inner surfaces of the cartilages and adjacent portions of the lower six ribs on either side, 
interdigitating with the transversus abdominis, and the lumbar part from the aponeurotic arches, named the lumbocostal arches, and from the lumbar vertebrae by two pillars or crura. There are two lumbocostal arches, a medial and a lateral on either side. The medial lumbocostal arch, arcus lumbocostalis medialis, haleri, internal arcuate ligament, is a tendinous arch in the fascia covering the upper part of the psoas major. Medially it is continuous with the lateral tendinous margin of the corresponding crus, and is attached to the side of the body of the first or second lumbar vertebra. Laterally it is fixed to the front of the transverse process of the first, and sometimes also to that of the second lumbar vertebra. The lateral lumbocostal arch, arcus lumbocostalis lateralis, haleri, external arcuate ligament, arches across the upper part of the quadratus lumborum, and is attached, medially, to the front of the transverse process of the first lumbar vertebra, and, laterally, to the tip and lower margin of the twelfth rib. The crura. At their origins the crura are tenderness in structure, and blend with the anterior longitudinal ligament of the vertebral column. The right crus, larger and longer than the left, arises from the anterior surfaces of the bodies and intervertebral fibrocartilages of the upper three lumbar vertebrae, while the left crus arises from the corresponding parts of the upper two only. The medial tendinous margins of the crura pass forward and medialward, and meet in the middle line to form an arch across the front of the aorta. This arch is often poorly defined. From this series of origins, the fibres of the diaphragm converge to be inserted into the central tendon. The fibres arising from the xiphoid process are very short, and occasionally aponeurotic. Those from the medial and lateral lumbocostal arches, and more especially those from the ribs and their cartilages, are longer, and describe marked curves as they ascend and converge to their insertion. The fibres of the crura diverge as they ascend the most lateral being directed upward and lateralward to the central tendon. The medial fibres of the right crus ascend on the left side of the oesophageal hiatus, and occasionally a fasciculus of the left crus crosses the aorta and runs obliquely through the fibres of the right crus toward the vena caval foramen. The central tendon the central tendon of the diaphragm is a thin but strong aponeurosis situated near the centre of the vault formed by the muscle, but somewhat closer to the front than to the back of the thorax, so that the posterior muscular fibres are the longer. It is situated immediately below the pericardium, with which it is partially blended. It is shaped somewhat like a trefoil leaf, consisting of three divisions or leaflets separated from one another by slight indentations. The right leaflet is the largest, the middle directed towards the xiphoid process, the next in size, and the left the smallest. In structure the tendon is composed of several planes of fibres, which intersect one another at various angles and unite into straight or curved bundles, an arrangement which gives it additional strength. End of section number 36